This is Captivated Minds. I'm Stan. I'm Jake, and this is our movie mayhem series. We're uh, on Gremlins. We're st- since we're talking about cryptids, still we're uh, going to talk about the movie Gremlins. Yeah, we could have done a movie on uh, the Jersey Devil, but Gremlins honest- is awesome. Honestly, Gremlins just like takes the cake. It, during why the, not talk during, about little green creature things? The, during this watch of it. I, I was laughing harder than I did the like the last few times. Oh my god! I was just I laughing was so much. I was too. Now when they, when they start singing Snow White, I'm losing my shit. So I'm, I'm losing it. I was just telling you this. Yeah. And I wanted to say it on here. My kids have never seen it. They'd never seen it. I just had them watch it. No. At first, this is the this is the funniest thing. So my kids range between oh my god, I'm gonna screw it all up. Eleven, nine, and seven. Did I get that right? I don't know. Did you? I don't have kids. Maybe. Anyways, yes. 11, 9, and 7. They asked me if this movie was appropriate for them to watch. It's PG. That's what I told them. It's PG. I said, yeah, this is totally fine. What? This is fine? I said, yeah, this is totally fine. You can watch it. Yeah. And again, none of the kills are on screen. Right. Everything's off screen. That's right. It's, It's just implied. That's right. It's just implied. That's all it is. Yep. So they they were laughing at some parts, and I was just dying because, you know, I've watched this movie a million times, yep. but it's been a while. It's been a while since it's I've been seen a, it. So when we were talking about watching this, for one, every time we discuss movies, right, it gives me the reason to purchase them. Yeah. Because I'm a big movie purchase person. I, yeah, I, I am. Because a lot of the movies that me and you talk about, the only times I will rent the movie when we discuss if I'm pretty sure I'm not going to like it or if I remember I didn't like it. Yeah. But when it comes to Gremlins, I was able to download, uh, get this digitally, one and two. Really? I was just about to talk about two. I, I haven't seen two in a very and long time. It was 12 bucks For both? For both. That's and not bad. Like, Mm, yeah. That's, so uh, when we get into some of the fun facts and stuff, uh, I'll, I'll say it now. Actually, the director actually likes the second one more. I okay. I, he directed both, but he likes the second one more. I like some of the gremlins in the second one. The movie as itself is not that great, the but, mo- the, but right. the gremlins are cool. The gremlins are cool because I like some most of the gremlins in the second one, and if those gremlins were in the first one. Jeez, what a gem that would be. There's a great Keel and P clip about Gremlins. Have you ever seen it? No, I don't think I oh have. Oh, my God. I'll have you'll to have watch to, it. You'll have to watch it. It's about how they created Gremlins 2. And it's a really? Key and Peele clip. A Key and Peele clip. And it's the funniest freaking thing you're going to see all damn day. Because it's just... It, it's I'm not going to spoil it, but it's hilarious. I'll have to definitely... I'll check it out that, once we're that done hilar- today. That is hilarious. But this movie, actually, uh, when I was watching it this time... It was a movie that was made in the 80s, but it has a very 50s style to it. I can definitely see that the way, like, even... Um, the production the, the design. The production design, the... Locations. Yeah, like, the town is... It, the town seems like it's just stuck in the 50s. You know, it's the same town that was on Back to the Future? Okay, so I wasn't just noticing that? And I've actually been to that lot. Really? Yeah. So in 2015, I was actually at the Back to the Future lot. No shit. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. 2015 so, is the year that they go to Back to the Future, right? Too, but so like I was when I was rewatching this, I had that like 
small town feel. Small town, but I was like, man, a lot of this looks familiar. It's because it, it's it is from... the same lot, yeah. Wow, yep. oh, okay. It's a universal, universal back lot. But yeah, it's, it is almost like the town's just stuck in that Kind of era. 50, 50s meant uh, yeah. yeah. So here's the opening scene. The movie starts out with a man narrating the beginning. He was talking about uh, going to Chinatown to, tell, to sell some stuff and to try to buy something uh, for his kid. We get the sense that this movie's a little odd, but just as as an audience, we kind of just roll with the punches. We aren't sure how odd it is yet. This guy has a has a kid take him to his grandfather's shop, and the man looks around the shop briefly. The shop looks like it's filled with various oddities. We can see that this guy isn't a great inventor, but he has a decent pitch. We hear a weird sound in the background. The main guy reacts at first, but doesn't really say anything. In a single moment, this inventor goes to see where the noise is coming from. At first, the older Chinese uh, gentleman is reluctant to have the inventor purchase this mogwai. Uh, he offers first $100, then $200. The owner tells him that this animal comes with a strong uh, responsibility. There are three rules to follow when it comes with the mogwai. No bright light, no water, and it, the last rule, never feed it after midnight. Dun, dun, dun. You know, I had the same feeling with the beginning of this movie I did with um, Big Trouble Little China. I was just going to say that. You know what I mean? It, it had has, that, same, that sor- same sort of feel. It had that same weirdness. Yeah. Like, when you're watching it, it was almost like that is the same is this you know the same yeah. of it. it's like they're in the same universe kind of you know, you know what that i mean same sort of chinatown you, feel because it's belie- it would be believable if that little shop was actually in chinatown the, somewhere right so so here's our disclaimer a lot of the information we used we used directly from uh, imdb because it's a great source of information um we've been using imdb for all of our movie man yes. episodes because it's just so easy so here's our fun fact section the set of Kingston Falls is the same one used for Back to the Future, like we talked about. Like we talked about. Uh, both movies were filmed on the Universal Backlot. In Cantonese, Mogwai means devil, demon, or gremlin. The man- Mandarin uh, pronunciation is Mogwai. Wow. That's a neat little fun fact. One of the studio notes for director Joe Dante from executive producer Steven Spielberg on seeing the first cut was that there were too many gremlins. Spielberg suggested cutting them all out and calling the movie People. <laughs> Being sarcastic. Uh, Zach Galligan, the, the main guy, Billy, recounted in an interview that when the movie was made, there was no CGI and all of the gremlins were animatronics, each costing... Around thirty to forty thousand dollars. When everyone left for for the day, security would have to open up the trunks of their cars to make sure they weren't stolen. Yeah, um, that's impressive. They still make these today, and they are just as expensive. Wow! So they make the reason why they still make them today is you you can purchase them. Um, You can purchase an actual movie prop. Um, they're, they are replicas or they lifetime, uh, life-size replicas that you can order, which are about $600 because I've looked into this That's nice. because I do have a little I see an mogwai. Alien. He's somewhere. Oh, I see it. I see Spike. Yeah. yeah. Spike's yep. up there. Yep. 
So little to no dialogue for the Gremlins and or Mogwai existed in the script, in addition to several instances on set rewrites or changing or adding too much to the script, the voiceovers were mostly ad-libs, repeating snippets just performed dialogue or in reaction to other sound effects. To this end, Howie Mandel recorded Gizmo's lines phonetically for foreign dubs of the movie, where localized dialogues, dialogue and in-jokes helped to make the movie successful with audiences worldwide. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. The Gizmo puppet was were particularly frustrating to use because they were smaller and thus broke down more. Consequently, the crew uh, had a scene which included the Grumlins hang Gizmo on a wall and throw darts at them. This was included on a list that the crew created known as Horrible Things to Do to Gizmo List. <laughs> Jesus. You know what Gizmo kind of reminds me of? A Furby. Yeah. You know, yeah, I get before, before, Furbies, before were, Furbies. Furbies were a thing. Yeah. This was the last movie to shot to be shot on East Mencolor one two five film stock, which was discontinued shortly after finishing shooting. Oh wow. So particular film stock adds more light, takes out more brightness. It film stock is its own thing, but this is really interesting that they use this last type of film stock on this film. Zach Galligan again was the first to point out don't feed uh, don't feed after midnight rule is silly because it's always after midnight somewhere. Well, uh, we all make fun of that stuff in Gremlins too, anyway. Says Joe Dante. <laughs> so here's the cast: uh, we have Hoyton Axton as Randall, the main inventor; John Louis as the Chinese boy; uh, Kang Hee Luke as the grandfather. Wow, did they put, like, the main people, yeah, like, at the bottom, bottom of yeah. the list? Yeah, Corey Feldman, Pete. I mean, yeah. His name's not even mentioned. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Dick Miller, yep. Uh, Zach Galligan, Phoebe Cates, yep, Kate. And then, yeah, those are the those are the big the, ones. Those are the big ones. So here's the budget, $11 million. That's not bad. That's not bad, especially since they're, they're all puppetry. Yeah, that's a lot of money on puppetry. Right. Opening weekend, 12. Well, they made it? Yep. Good for uh, them. Gross, 153. Wow. That's a big jump. That's a huge jump. So it, it's almost like opening opening weekend happened, and it was people were probably like questioning it. And then as soon as word got out. It was good. Everyone was like, we got to see this. And then worldwide, it was about the same. About the same. So that opening weekend, too, it was up against Ghostbusters. So if you had a choice... To see Ghostbusters or Gremlins for the first oh time. Oh my god! What do you see first? All right, I'm gonna. I I hate to say it, but Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'm gonna go Ghostbusters too. But that's that's a tough call. That's a tough, a tough call. That yeah, is a tough, tough call. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, if I if I could go back in time and it yeah. was between the two, I I would see Ghostbusters first. But the very next day, I'm going I'm to see Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah. So a lot of this movie was filmed on the back lot, some Universal City, uh, Burbank. Yeah, there's various studios. There weren't actually any real locations. It was all on set, on you know. Yeah, everything things. was on stage, on set. Stages, yeah. So the year this movie uh, came out would have been 84. And then some movies of the same year, Splash. Oh, okay. That's a yeah, good movie. Yeah. Temple of Doom. And Ghostbusters. Jeez. That's a good movie year. You know, that's a, that's a good movie. I From just those four movies, that's a great movie year. Have you noticed that a lot of good movie years happened before we were born? 
there's there are some there, good movie I mean, years. There's, yeah, there's some when we were born, but I mean this right here. That's a good movie. Year. God, we, what we, a hell of a time it would be to go to the movies. Yep. So the director. Uh, so this is a, a new segment we put in there. What other films did this director do? So this is Joe Dante. He's done The Howling, which is a good movie. Oh, I like The Howling. He did a segment in the Twilight Zone movie. Oh, that's cool. And then he did Gremlins too. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It kind of makes sense because you you have the I, – I like when directors do the sequels and stuff because it's almost flawless. You know what I mean? There's nothing real different. It's filmed almost exactly the same. You know what you're getting get out of, of it. get some of the same actors back too. Right. So it's – you have this like homely feel. You, you've seen the first one and now you're watching the second one and you're like, oh – how are they going to up it one right. little bit? You know, you know they're going to up it, but you you have this comfort level of oh, it's the same guy that did the first, so it should be okay. When was the first time you saw it? Uh, it had to have been, I want to say it was on cable. Um, God, I had to have been at least maybe nine. I would say five or six. Really, me, five yeah. or six? Because it's one of those movies like you can watch it as a kid, even your younger kids. Can oh watch yeah, it and definitely. just start laughing. Like, but yeah, I think you know. I think maybe I was nine or ten. For a while, I thought it was Spike, not Stripe. Me too. I thought it was Spike. I thought I uh, maybe I must have heard it wrong or something. But I thought it was, I it was Spike. I always thought it was Spike. But they said Stripe several times. Yeah. Maybe I heard it in the different. Maybe it was in a different cut. Maybe it was I, Mandela Effect. Maybe, but it was on, it was on TV, and they said Spike instead of Stripe. I don't know, but I always thought it was Spike. I always thought so too, because I was confused, like rewatching it. I was like Stripe. Rewatching it, I'm like. No. I thought it was Spike. It's Spike. But, yeah, maybe that Mandela effect Yeah, we keep talking about. No, we can't. <laughs> it comes up in everything. Yeah. So here are some uh, 14 awesome scenes that we uh, talk about. Number 14, the introduction scene to our main character, Billy, uh, finds that his car is frozen. Billy is a comic strip artist that is clearly late for work. He's not really an artist, but that's where his passion is. We see Billy walking through the small town with his dog, Barney. If you look close in the scene, you can see Billy walk by a Burger King in its quick product placement. There's not many product placements in this movie, but that's a well, clear one. That one's it's clear, clear as day. Clear as day. The theme music tells us what we all need to know, that this small town and about Billy. Billy even brings his dog to work and hides him under the desk. There's clearly chemistry with, between Billy and his co-worker, Kate. Billy can hear this old lady talk about him and make a rush uh, makes a rush for him this is uh mrs deagle the uh kind of bitchy mean old lady every now, no she remind me of who? she remind me of the that freaking woman from wizard of oz the witch yeah the one that's after toto oh yeah i'm gonna get your little dog too yeah. you know what you i know, mean you know what this also reminds me of it's a wonderful life because what's his name also works at the bank Yes. Also a small town. Small town. Works in the, like there's so yeah. many parallels to It's a Wonderful Life in this. That, <laughs> yeah. His direct supervisor uh, or supervisor meets him at the bar and busts his balls over the dog, giving uh, Billy too much crap. Oh, what is his name? Oh, you're going to do this to me. <sighs> well, he was in Beverly Hills Cop. Right. You know so what's funny is he's a good actor. I totally forgot he was in here. So right. Because it's like a cameo. I totally forgot. Because he's only in it for like two scenes. A scene? You could it's call it a, a scene. scene. Right. Because he's not in the middle or the end. So I was like, I was like, oh, wow, you're in this? Because there's so many movies I've seen with him as. Fast Times at Ridgemont High? 
Right. Uh, the Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Um, yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Like all of them. Yeah. So just to see him in this like little part. It was like a cameo. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing here? I think he was working <laughs> with Phoebe Cage at the time a lot. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Uh, scene number 12. The dad comes home with the mogwai. The mom dims the lights as Billy opens up the box and we see what's inside. At first, we haven't seen what's inside the box. We kind of allured to it, but now we're finally seeing it. This mogwai creature pops out of the box, then Billy is able to pick it up. The creature has a clear name, and it's called Gizmo. Gizmo gets a picture taken and jumps towards the dad. The dad goes over the three rules with Billy. So this is the second time we, we've heard these three, bill, these three rules. Billy goes to his room and begins to play music with Gizmo, and it's a nice little scene. You know, when I first saw this as a kid, I thought, I thought mogwai was a real thing. Really? When I was a kid. I thought it was like a real creature you could get. And it wasn't until like years later. No, I think my mom told me like no, it's it's just made for the movie. I was like, uh huh. Because Giz- Gizmo <laughs> is really cute. Oh yeah. The next scene, Billy wakes up and looks over at some sort of orange juice machine that his dad makes. Um, the oh, uh, the orange juice jumps out at him a little bit and just causes a big mess in the room. The machine is leaking and exploding all over the place. Gizmo is watching an old movie. And trying to drive a car like in the movie. Billy explains uh, Gizmo to his uh, friend, kid friend Pete. In a sudden second, Gizmo gets wet. Uh, Pete knocks over some water onto Gizmo. Gizmo is screaming and then out pop more mogwai. There are a few more, few more of these mogwai pop out. Now there are six of them. Billy tells his dad and now they actually count and there really are six. There's one with the spiky uh, white mohawk. They call him Stripe. I do like how all the – and the mom explains this too. All the dad's inventions, like they work for, right for, about for a like week. about a week, and then nice. they just go haywire. And it's just funny to see. So, Like the first one you really see is the egg cracker. Where it's supposed to only crack one egg, and all of a sudden, like, they all come out. And, and the telephone. The telephone. Orange juice machine. Yeah. Well, even the machine he tries to sell in the opening scene, too. That doesn't work. Right, because it... The it, bathroom buddy? Yeah, bathroom buddy. Yeah. Because it spit the toothpaste out, and he's like, oh, don't worry about it's, it. It's supposed to do that. It's, it's easy to clean up. Billy wakes up in what appears to be the middle of the night and finds his dog, Barney, hanging by the lights outside. The mom tries to make coffee with the dad's coffee machine coffee maker and she ends up making soup billy brings the mogwai to mr hansen uh, i think his science teacher it doesn't really say what kind of teacher he is he just brings it over there billy pour puts more water onto another one and makes more of them billy leaves one of the mogwai with mr hansen to do some tests billy meets kate the co-worker from the bank at a bar where she works so she has two jobs one of the uh, older guys that uh, one of the older guys that uh, oh yeah one of the locals says that uh, gremlins are in machinery that are in foreign cars all the time. It's kind of a nod because that's the first time we've heard the term gremlin, and he's like, "Oh, gremlins are in this. Gremlins are in that." You know that that older guy. He's he just plays like the town old guy in a lot of movies. I remember seeing him in. Um, you ever see Small Soldiers? 
Yes. He's I, the delivery driver. I like Small Soldiers. Right. I remember seeing that when I was a kid, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. So he was the delivery driver in that. So he's always like these little well, small parts, but he's, he's good. But he's like one of those important small parts. That's right. Scene number nine, Kate and Billy uh, walk and they talk about the holidays. He brings up that most people are happy. Well, she has a good point that most people are depressed about the holidays. It is kind of a dark scene that Kate does not celebrate Christmas. Christmas seems to be a sensitive subject for Kate. We'll find out later on in the film why. (laughs) Billy and Kate have good chemistry and he asks her out on a date. It is kind of a romantic moment. Yes, and when we find out. It goes south fast. Yeah, so south fast. like I said, my so kid, my kids rewatched this, and it when went south fast, <laughs> it was yeah, yeah. Can't wait to get into it. Yeah, Mister Her- uh, Mister Hansen experiments on the Mogwai by taking some of its blood. Uh, Billy is watching the blob on TV while eating. Spike seems to be taking to the uh, sorry, Stripe seems to be taking to the others. Billy breaks the second rule and feeds them. Billy asks Gizmo if he wants any, and he doesn't. Billy also forgets to tell Mr. Hansen about the three rules, and his mogwai also eats something, too. Well, technically, it's not Billy's fault, because those things unplugged his clock. But he should have told Mr. Hansen, though. He should, rules. yes. That, he that, should. that one is his fault. He, that one is his fault. But when he looked at the clock, he was like, well, it's, the right time. it's only 1130. I can feed you. That's when right. in fact, see, that that was. Not, the, I thought it was 830 on the clock. It was 1130. Okay. But what's awesome about what they did was they show the clock at 1130. And he's like, okay, it's okay to feed him. Then the next scene is the teacher. And if you look at the clock behind him, it says 230. So right there, you're like. Oh, that clock is not working. Right, yeah. Uh, yep. Something bad's going to happen. Yep. Uh, scene number seven, Mr. Hansen and Billy and the young kid Pete all look at this like egg-like thing that the Mogwai have turned into. The mom answers the phone, and the dad is at a convention, and he seems to be the lamest inventor there so far. Mrs. Deagle, the kind of bitchy older lady, comes back to the bank and tells Billy that she wants to kill his dog yet again. We cut to Mr. Hansen's Mogwai, and all of them seem to be changing into something. There's some sort of physical metamorphosis going on for these Mogwai. Mr. Hansen notices that the Mogwai that he has is in a box, and it hits the ground. He also notices that the egg within the box hatches, and something else has come out. Gizmo is also witnessing the other eggs at Billy's room, in, within Billy's room hatch, too. Mr. Hansen brings the his creature candy bar uh and he tries to give him the candy bar but is attacked and killed under his desk instantly uh billy comes in and notices that mr hansen was killed by the creature we see that this creature has become uh, what has become briefly we don't we aren't shown it fully but just little snippets here and there so like the gremlin eggs they look like alien eggs didn't they right so what i was gonna say is it looks like the eggs from alien but if you kept it in the sun all day, and it kind of dried, and out, it kind of dried out and like baked a little, because like, because yeah. they're about the same size. I say alien eggs are a little bit bigger. Yeah, they're a little bigger, but I mean, just the way it looked, it's it shaped. was like, yeah. is that what they did? Scene number six. Billy here. Uh, Billy's mom hears something going on upstairs, and it doesn't sound good. We we briefly cut to the other creatures, the gremlins now torturing Gizmo, throwing darts at him. Billy calls. 
his mom, but the line is cut. Somehow these creatures put on a Christmas record, a Christmas themed record, and start playing it while the mom is on the phone. I get these creatures are evil, but how would they be able to pick out this particular record at this time? We'll get into that in a little bit. We can also have a clear view of these gremlins now, and they're very scaly and gross. They're not as clean and as friendly as Gizmo is. One gets tossed in the blender, and she kills that one easily. She throws plates at another one, and she stabs another one to death. So she like basically <laughs> has a gremlin massacre all within a couple of minutes. She also microwaves one. So this mom goes full-on Rambo on three gremlins. I thought this scene was kind of funny. One of them hides in the tree and begins to attack her uh, and try to kill her while Billy is coming home. Billy comes home just in the nick of time and basically uses the, a sword from his house and just knocks it into fire. And uh, Stripe is able to leave out the window. This scene... is funny. Was, I think it's funny. ...was so good because you were like rooting for the mom and you're also going i can't believe his mom is so badass she's because badass. she's like so she's like my kitchen so no. she put she puts one in that blender and you're like okay she got one right and then all of a sudden one attacks her and she just keeps on stabbing it over and over <laughs> and over again and then you're like okay so she got two she lucked out then she just tosses <laughs> one in the, the microwave. microwave. And the, fa- the funny thing is, the thing just explodes <laughs> you inward. Just, you just, I love that, the picture of it. Because you see this thing in the microwave and it's starting to freak out a little a little bit. And then it just, <laughs> Scene number five. Billy drops his mom off at a doctor friend nearby and goes back home to check on the house. And he hears Gizmo. Billy tries to uh, track down Stripe in the snow and he finds he had entered the YMCA nearby. Billy breaks in to, down, breaks in to track down this thing. Stripe scares him and jumps into the pool. And the pool begins to turn green as a large amount of smoke and green coloring all comes out of the pool at once. Billy goes to the police and tells them that gremlins are coming. I like how both cops are like completely drunk. So does one cop look familiar to you? Yes, the uh, he's the guy from Breaking Bad. Oh Jesus! The bald guy. Just a young version. Really? You go watch it. Go watch that scene again. That that older guy in Breaking Bad. Like I don't know how many of our listeners listen to break watch Breaking Bad, but he's in Better Call Saul too. Oh my God! It is. Yeah. I can. Oh no! I forget his name, but yeah. Yeah, but he has hair and he's so young. Yeah. Oh, that's insane. Isn't that isn't that kind of like a mon- there you go? Yeah, because he's so badass, but he he's like this whiny cop. That's right. In this yeah. One. yeah. Oh, that's insane. I think that's one of his first roles. Oh, one of the oh, first roles I've ever maybe. seen. Maybe has to be eighty four. Yeah. In the next little scene, we see Stripe, and what appears to be an army of gremlins as almost as a hundred or more start walking down the street. These gremlins are, st- are starting to cause chaos all around town by w- by messing with the locals. They start by messing with one of the locals' TV. They start causing trouble almost one home at a time. The gremlins even get the guy's tractor to start and drive it into his house and kill the guy and his wife with his own tractor, which is kind of ironic and funny. It is funny because he he's, he's the guy he's the guy that like you know American made is best and you know he's like I've had this tractor for fifteen years and you know how many problems it gave me in fifteen None. years None. Last day of my life that tractor's gonna kill me and I tell you what now. Mm-hmm. And he dies. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I got my tractor. Mm-hmm. Uh, scene number three. The scene continues with Billy tells the cops that the gremlins are real. But the cops, like always, we've always come across the scene. No one listens. Like, if it's cops or scientists, what? We, no. No one listens. No one listens. Even when Gizmo is right in front of them. That that bothers me. Right there, in front. You could see something you can't explain. Even, is there. So even like the sheriff. The sheriff's sitting there going. That's well, a cute little creature. That's a cute little creature. Look at him holding the flag and stuff. And He's just all American. Around. He's a. He's an American creature. Man. I love this Magwai thing. Magwai. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he still doesn't. Then he's like, yeah, I don't believe you about that gremlin stuff. There's no gremlins. <laughs> so scene number two. I think this is one of my favorite scenes so far. Mrs. Deagle, the older mean woman who's been mean to almost everyone in the entire film, has gremlins go after her. <laughs> yeah. The news is speaking about the events going on, and she seems to be like an older cat lady. She has, I would say, six cats. And more. But, but it explains why she... Is mean? Has a hatred for dogs. Yeah, that too. I mean... She's the, a cat lady. She's a cat lady. Yeah. But yeah, she has so many. She has so many cats. Uh, the gremlins to pretend to be Christmas carolers outside of her door, pretending to sing. It is kind of hilarious because she's like, oh, the damn Christmas carolers again. And she opens the door, <laughs> and there's like three or four gremlins going, we wish you a Merry Christmas. It's so, it's so good. And they're all like singing in harmony too. It is really hilarious because they all have little cute outfits on too. <laughs> well, you so, wouldn't expect them to all have cute outfits. You'd expect them to just be they gremlins. Got, they got they little got hats. hats. They got little, little booklets too. Oh my god! Little earmuffs, little mittens. The gremlins mess with her chair without her knowing it. It's stri- and it sends her straight out of the house as they all start giggling and laughing. I couldn't stop laughing at the scene. Oh, I my, just my kids lost it. I was laughing so hard. I laughed too hard at the scene. Because first it, it moved fast for like just a little fast, right? Yeah. So my daughter's like, well, now she can get up the stairs quicker. And I just looked at her as she looks and goes, oh, now that's too fast. And she just flies <laughs> out the window. The, the two cops even see a local, a local Santa covered in gremlins. They're like, wait, what is it? This isn't real. The town is now infested with gremlins and the... The gremlins also cut the brake line on the cop car. But I like how the deputy's like, hey, can you just roll up the window? I want to get out of here. Yeah. I, I want Christmas back. <laughs> yeah. Scene number one, Billy finally, uh, finally gets his car to start, which we've been trying to get. He's been trying to get it to start the whole damn time. And he turns on the radio, and the radio station basically is like, hey, we had some gremlins. Now we're all good. They have infil- infiltrated the radio station, and now they're controlling the town sort of thing. They're basically the gremlins that cause a chaos and a muck throughout the town. Even during all the chaos, uh, the dad is coming home from the convention. He doesn't know what's really going on either. He's still making pitches along the way. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. The cigarette thing. The, the smoke, the smokeless ashtray. Yeah, and so, it still has smoke coming out of it. So my kids were asking me about it, and I said, listen, that's the one big question I've always had. How does that work? How does the smokeless ashtray work? And then smoke comes out, <laughs> pouring out of it. The chaos is a little fun and a little over the top, but it's not in a bad thing. The gremlins even take over the bar where Kate works at. Out of all those scenes, which one stood out for you? I love the mother murder scene. 
I like the mother murder. Mother I, murder scene is one of my favorites. I like the mother murder scene, and then I also like when Miss Deagle scene. Yes, that those are my those two are my favorite Beca- scenes because it's like so over the top. It's to funny. me, it's like that that woman finally got what was coming to her because she was a kind of a bitch to everyone. Right, so yeah. it's like you kind of want her to die, anyways. Yeah. Some so here are some questions we had while watching it. Who or what hits the gong when he says dragon breath? Is it Gizmo? Is it Loki? Like, yeah. you, you hear Dragon yeah. Breath gong. Dong. Uh, why would you test your inventions out before using it? Well, again, so the mother stated that they work good for about a week. week. Yeah. So I'm wondering if he is testing him so much, but by the time he goes to pitch it to someone, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, the little kid Pete has been out in the tree suit. How long has that kid been out in the cold? F, like when you're first watching it, you think he's just – he's not in a tree suit. You just think his arms are wrapped around a tree, and it's not until Later he like on. takes the top off. He's yeah. like in a suit. How, how long did the car stay out there? For it not to work, and then just work like that car was, was like out there for a it while. It was covered in like an inch of ice, ice, and there's no way it's working. The old uh, Mrs. Deagle is overly bitchy with no real reason why. Like she, I fucking hate her. I really do. I don't like her. I don't like her either. Because it, I mean, it's just instantly at the beginning of the movie, she comes in, and she's just in the guy's face, and she's I'm not gonna, even the real villain. You know what? Just give me your dog. Yeah, and I'll take him to the pound. And they'll put him down. And I'm like, I no. John Wick's going to come out of nowhere that, and just kill you. That's right. <laughs> How many scattered inventions are in the house? That was a big question I had. It seems like there's so many. They're all and over the, the house. And then the like, phone, the egg <laughs> thing, the orange juice thing. But then you see stuff like in his workshop. Like yeah. he was working on some sort of card thing. Yeah. And it wasn't work. And his son comes in and he tries like covering it up with like yeah. a blanket. Um, okay. Here's, here's a question. When the dog licks Gizmo, how does Gizmo not get wet? Okay. Now, do you want to know some questions I had? Okay. I, oh, I have another Be- one. Yeah. Because you mentioned the wetness. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Why was it when oh, – I wanted to call him Spike. When, Stripe. When Stripe is walking in the snow. Yeah, I have that in there. You do have I, it. Okay. I, I have it in there. Yeah, why, yeah. why is it? Why? Or when they're drinking beer. Beer has water in it. Yeah. So that was the other thing I had, too. So, I was like, what the hell? So there's certain things. Unless it's like, just water. Like, my dad caught this, too. He's like, well, if a gremlin is technically walking on the ground, the snow is melting underneath their feet, they should be turning. And when he said that, I was like, you are absolutely right. right. According be- to the three rules. Because, so then we were discussing the beer thing. Yeah, if it's just plain water, I understand. I understand it. It's just plain water. But again, like the dog. All liquids? No liquid? Just like water liquids? Yeah. So how do these things replicate? Are they replicating or are they cloning themselves? There was another kind of thing they kind of glossed over. Kind of gloss over it. I think they're self-cloning or self-replicating because they're not mating. But it's a weird thing to kind of. This is one thing I love about this movie. And it kind of answers that. I think they're reproducing. Now, the reason why I'm saying that is because every gremlin has its own personality. I noticed that too. Yeah. Even Gizmo. I love the fact that these people making this movie 
made every gremlin its own personality, even in the second one. Why I love that is because when you're watching a, let's say an alien movie, right? All the aliens move, act the same. When you're watching monster movies, the monsters move, act the same. These guys are little monsters, but they they all have different you personalities. Have, you have the streaker. You have some that are cross-dressers. Some that sing. Some that sing. Some that dance. Like, half of them smoke. Yeah. But the other half don't. Like you, They shoot guns. They shoot – right. I love that aspect I, I, I of mean, it. I so that's too. the only thing I was thinking of. I wish they would explain it. Yeah. But it's I took, fine as I took it, it as it's a, a self wave. Self-cloning. Self yeah. Self yeah. How does the dog get strung up without making a noise? You would think the dog would, would make it more Or noise. even because the dog nipped at that woman after it was told, like, yeah. I'm going to kill your dog. Yeah. You would think if the Mogwai, like, attacked him and hung him up, he would want to nip at them and too. That's right. Is it drunk driving if you're still driving a tractor? I don't think it is. Okay. Well, no. Yes. Okay. Yes, no? It's – I've seen videos of guys riding tractors getting pulled over and actually getting tickets for operating a vehicle while driving. Okay. I just thought that was kind of funny. But – Yeah. This is the 80s, so I think it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> How is the blah of a Christmas movie? Because one channel he's watching It's a Wonderful Life – the next time he's watching TV with Gizmo, it's uh, the Blob. How is the Blob on at Christmas time? Because this is a Christmas movie. I, I get, I get that, but the Blob is not a Christmas movie. The Blob is not, not a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. So no. that's one little detail. Um, yeah. How did Gizmo learn to talk? I think because this kid seems to have a love for Gizmo. So the more, to me, it's the more he works with him. The more he picks up. And then the other thing is he watches a lot of television. He does watch a lot of TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, how much can these little creatures eat? They eat oh. a whole thing of chicken and like... It, it's like so much. Yeah. It, it's almost like watching my children eat. <laughs> so you're saying they eat like gremlins? Yeah, you throw pizza in front of them. Jesus. It's, it's all like, gone? Oh, like I can give them two, each of them two slices of pizza. And by the time I grab mine and sit down in the other room... The box is gone. Oh, I saw that here. Like the box? Oh, we're all done. It's like how? How? <laughs> like they're I, not even teenagers yet. Like, you're in trouble. Two seconds it took me to sit down, and you're, I'm all done. Um, how long does it take for uh, for this creature to know how to kill Mister Hanson, let alone inject him with a shot? Yeah, it seemed like it was way, way too, too fast. Way too fast. Um. How did Billy's hand get attacked? It's kind of like allured, but it's not like we don't really see it. Why doesn't Billy call the cops sooner? Um, he goes to the cops, so, but he doesn't call them once Mr. Hansen's dead. That's the point I was right. getting. Right. That, that is a good point. You're, find, you're finding you're out. De a dead body. You would think you'd call the cops right away so they don't blame you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I understand why he did it in person, but. Your your teacher just died. To, to me, you trust this teacher because yeah. you went to see him. That's so that right. means you have some sort of relationship That's right. with him, friend or whatever. And he dies, and you're just like, I got to get out of here. That's right. Why is there an alarm delay at the YMCA? Like, there's an alarm. Yeah. Like, he goes in, he tries to go after Stripe, and then as he's walking towards the pool, that's when the alarm. That's when the alarm really? goes. Right. There's an alarm in the pool. <laughs> Maybe. Like, okay. Uh, where can the gremlins learn to drive? Is there, like, gremlin driving school? 
or they, they, are, did are, they watch enough TV and they got it from Gizmo? That's what I was just going to ask. Well, are okay, they watching so, enough television? So, because Gizmo was sitting there like So if Gizmo watches TV and learns to kind of drive, do they get it from him or are they their oh, own like creature? Gen, like genetic memory? Yeah. I I would I'd 100% back that. I would say so. Okay, and then the last one, why wouldn't Snow get them more weapons? See, that's what, more. that's what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah. Because if you, it's a hot, they're, they're not wearing clothes. No. So, well, some of them are. Right, but when he's running in the snow, it's just his bare feet. Yeah. And the snow melting under his bare feet. Yeah. Uh, if it's on cable, is it worth a watch? Oh, yeah. In your opinion? Yeah, yeah I'm watching my, it. Me, me too. I'm watching it. 100%. Uh, what's your favorite part of the movie? Uh, just one part. What, what do you. Okay. So, one part of the movie I like. Like sound, I like editing. the fact that it's all puppetry. I like that, too. I thought the gremlins now, itself were like, my favorite part because they're all realistic. Like we've, like we've discussed before, the when you take the time to make things look real, I appreciate the movie more. I understand nowadays with CGI and stuff, they can actually stretch the realms of reality, reality and, and yeah. stuff. I get that. There's beautiful movies made. I understand that. But I appreciate the men and women who make these creatures. It took time. It took a uh, lot of time. Another movie that I love for this reason is Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, that's another because one. Because every single creature... Was- Time. They sat there for weeks making them, and there's only a couple that were CGI made. Yeah, but everything else was hand handmade, and it's there's it's an art. Yeah, whether people want to admit it or not, these guys someone are someone like artists. Rick Baker or Stan Winston. Yes, they are artists. They're in, artists. In the creature world. They're artists. They make beautiful creatures. So like, I, I that's what I look like about this movie. It's the fact that everything is real. You could. If you were in that movie, you could reach out and touch everything. And I like that the humor's over over the top on purpose. Yes, that's good. Purposely over, over the, the top, top humor, yep. done right, yeah, is done well. That's right. And they did this extremely well. What was something you didn't like? Okay, so the only thing I did not like is the main actor's acting. Really, I find so, it, I found it okay. I thought the, the cert- romance part of it was all right. I, I could have done without. There's it. certain parts that. To me, he needed to show more emotion, and you kind of got, like, nothing from him. Yeah. So when you see the teacher dead on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. Teacher's dead. There's no emotion. He kind of is, like, he's really looking for the creature. He's not realizing that he's dead. When he gets scratched from the creature, right? His hand's bleeding quite a bit, but there's no emotion. There's no, like, like grabbing his hand. He just... Okay. Like grabs his hand. Yeah, I get that. He's underacting so, a little bit. Yeah, yes. he's a little flat. We call it's, that flat acting. Yes. So that's the only thing I had a problem with was just he needed the movie's great. Yeah. But if he just showed a little, little more, more of, yeah. when I, it comes to certain things. I didn't like the romance part of it. I think we could have done without the romance. The overall if it was God. A little more or a little less. Nothing. It's in the middle. That was my only thing. I'd be okay if they were just best friends. Type That's of fine. Deal. Yeah. It was almost the the romance was almost like a little too forced. Yes, like yeah. too forced. Um. Uh, yeah. Okay. Here's another. One. This is something new for you. Would you pay forty dollars to watch the movie once? You're at a you're at a theater. You're with your family. It's opening night. 
Are you paying forty dollars to see this once? Yes. Me yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. This, this is a yeah. Yeah. And what is your ideal way of watching Gremlins? If you could watch it any way you want, what would you? Okay, if I could watch this any way, any way you want, at I, home, at a theater, four K surround sound, what would your if ideal? If I had the ability, yep. I would watch this on a big screen. Yeah. A hundred times out of ten. See, I would do that, but I would do big screen, like a theater, but I'd want to see it in a crowd that had never seen it before. I'd also want to so see. So I could it, see the reactions. I also want to see it in those like. What is it? Four or five D like theaters with sounds, with and, sounds and, and, and things crawling. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. cool. But like, I I don't know. I don't know if I because I watched this with my kids. Like I enjoyed it more because I'm watching it with these little kids who have never seen it, and they were hooked into it. You're also watching their reactions. So too, I'm watching right. So I'm watching them watch it. And I got a better appreciation for the movie because it's like, this is a movie I grew up watching. And now my kids are watching it with me and they're laughing at the same stuff I'm laughing at. And they're flinching at parts that I flinched at when I was a kid. So it's like, it's like, okay, so this movie actually is aging well. Yeah, it It is aging very well. Would you consider this a classic movie? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, 100%, right? So here are some uh, oh shit moments when Billy introduces water to Gizmo, and we see what happens when water in- is introduced. And that breaks so, the first rule. So at first, when I fir- when I first saw this part when I was a kid, I thought he was gonna start melting, and like die. That was my whole thing. Like, oh no, you just spilt water because the way he was acting and stuff I was like, oh my god, he's gonna melt and die. And then all of a sudden, like these little fur balls just pop, like pop, 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 pop out, pop, pop. like popcorn. Yeah. Um, Billy's clock was. Uh, bit uh torn half after midnight that's another oh shit moment the <laughs> eggs crack open and some different creatures pop out that's another oh shit and moment. i love how they did that because it was so very slow methodical you could like, see the fog and the right. green color kind of and i love how they added the fog to it i like the green yeah typically the, uh, the coloring tint the tint of the it's fog. almost like they threw a glow stick in there or there's lights there's green lights that are coming underneath yeah, the fog too it's which, really cool yeah the Gremlins drinking and playing pool is another at the bar. That's the a whole, whole bar scene is an the oh shit bar moment. scene is so funny to me. I just love it because again, they all have their own personalities, and it's but in the bar, you can see almost that they are actual bar patrons. You know, it what looks I mean? like Stripes a gangster. Like he has right. this female Gremlin over here and these other Gremlins playing poker, and he's like, "Oh, you lost my money," now, and then he shoots the other my Gremlin. My favorite part in that is the one Gremlin wearing like the like mob hat and he like blues music jazz or blues music oh, comes on yeah and he's like humming to it he's he like a smoking cigarette, a cigarette has the whiskey drinking whiskey and it's like a real serious <laughs> moment and then all of a sudden like a, pup, a puppet comes out of and he just looks at him <laughs> and then an- and then another puppet comes out <laughs> and then he takes out a hammer from nowhere and just smacks him in the head yeah. or the uh the best oh shit moment I have on here uh, is when the uh, the Grumlins are all singing Snow White. Oh, it's so funny. Because but you couldn't do that kind of thing nowadays. Because as soon as it happens, right? As soon as it happens. Yeah. You see... I would say 100 s- Gremlins. You see their eyes light up, right? They all like music. Like, like they're all children. Their eyes light up. Everything goes quiet. And then it's like, hi-ho... 
Hi ho. <laughs> yeah. That's all we got for great oh shit moments. Uh, who are the best performance? Best performance. That's a new category. Uh, I like Gizmo. Wow, Gizmo. Gizmo, Gizmo, Gizmo would pretty, have it. Yeah. Or, I, I hate to say it because he's an inanimate object, but. Or Phoebe Cates. She did okay. Phoebe did pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And, and who had the second best? I would say the the main main, main guy, guy Zach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I said, I he has there, some flat moments. He has you some are flat right. moments, but there so are I some decent say, moments too. Right. Though, but so yeah. I would say he'd be second yeah. best, definitely. So this is the ending. Uh, Kate finally uses the flash on the camera to get out of the bar and manages to get out of the bar without getting hurt or shot uh, from the gremlins. Billy comes to the rescue with Gizmo to save her. Once he goes to save her, the entire town is now in chaos, and every bit of the town is in chaos from every building to every car, every person. Everything is attacked at some point. Kate and Billy... Kate tells Billy that now she has another reason to hate Christmas. This is the payoff that we talked about earlier. Kate tells the story of being nine years old, and she tells the story of her dad. She said that she noticed the smell coming from the chimney, and something was off. Her dad had been missing for about three days at this point. The firemen came, and they thought that a, a dead cat had climbed into the chimney and died because it is wintertime. But it was actually her dad. Her dad had actually climbed down the chimney, snapped his neck, and died instantly. And that's how they she grew to hate Christmas. It went south so Watching fast. Watching my kid's face when they said that was priceless. They had such a shocked look on their face. Almost like when they found out Vader was Luke's father. It was just like this, are you serious? That's why she hates Christmas? Because her, her dad died? I was like, well... Do you want to know something else? He was dressed as Santa. And they're like, what? <laughs> we see, uh, they walk past the theater, and then they notice all the gremlin. They notice one gremlin first, and then they, uh, the main guy, Billy, walks in and sees them all start singing. So now we have hundreds and hundreds of gremlins all singing and watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. All the gremlins begin to sing along. The gremlins have a hell of a time watching a movie. Stripe is hungry and notices a candy store across the street. Billy goes to the boiler room and turns on the gas and then lights uh, lights up a flame. All of the gremlins notice Billy and Kate and head towards them. In a split second, the theater blows up and all of the gremlins, except for two, Stripe and Gizmo, die. Billy and Kate and Gizmo all go after Stripe. Billy and Kate kiss for a brief second as Billy grabs a bat and goes after Stripe himself. Well, Kate tries to turn on any lights in this particular, I would say it's a hardware store. That's, Kate, that's what yeah, it seemed like. Yeah, Some sort of little hardware, hardware store. store. Yeah. Pharmacy, maybe. Something. Kate turns on various lights and switches and turns on the only water source in the store. Billy is taking a beating by Stripe. He even gets shot with an arrow in the chest. And now the gremlin has a chainsaw. Gizmo comes to the rescue as he drives the little car, again set up from earlier, to save Billy. Barney the, and the dad, uh, Barney the dog, make it through the snowstorm the last minute. Stripe gets to the water and starts to pop out. He slow, almost pops out more gremlins. Gizmo pulls a light switch, and Stripe is fully exposed to the light, and it slowly starts to melt uh, Stripe from the sunlight. It ends with what would appear to be Gizmo 
getting save, uh, saving everyone, and then the older Chinese man coming in and recollecting Gizmo because the responsibility that they had was too too much for them. So remakes or reboots? What do you think? <sighs> Leave this alone. I agree a hundred percent. Don't don't remake. Don't it. remake it. Leave it alone. This is a movie. Gremlins three though. I'm okay with I'm okay with the Gremlins three. Bring back some of the original. Bring cast. back original cast, ones who are alive or some of whatever. them. Some of them. But yeah, bring back original cat Gremlins three. I'm 100 percent okay with. Just don't reboot it. Just don't reboot it. Don't touch this. I hate when there's certain movies you just can't touch. Just don't like if they were to remake like Escape from New York, I'd be so pissed. Unless it was with Kurt Russell again, but miniseries. Miniseries would be okay. But like with this, there you no. don't have to have a miniseries. No. The I wish there was a little bit more on the background of the Mogwai, like how it became that to would be. be right. That, that's one thing. That's one thing. But the way this movie is, the humor, the the Dark overall humor. acting in it, the personalities of each gremlin and stuff, don't have to touch it. No, you know, it's, you don't have to mess with it. At so all. this one's fine. The sequel's great. There is a sequel. Yeah, it's a what Gremlins: The New Batch. The New Batch. Yeah. Right. Which I love in that one because you have like the Einstein one. There's so many what the you, spider one. There's so many various um, gremlins, and that's one thing I like. I, I'm a most people don't know this. Jake knows it. I'm a collector. I'm a yeah. collector of things. I am too. Um, I have stuff and things. When you have, you can have a whole line of different figures for Gremlins too. Because they they're all shaped sizes. There's the, there's the woman gremlin, the right. flying gremlin. Yep. Uh, the electric one. Yep. I mean, there's so there's many different so types many. of. So our last one, watch bypass. What do you What do you say? I say yes, watch. watch yes, watch, watch and buy. Don't pass. Don't ever pass. Yep. No. If if you've heard of someone who's never seen this, tell you, them. Tell them. Make them watch it. Or make them watch it again. Right. Yeah. Because this is this is definitely a like. It's just a good all-around movie. Like, like I said, I watch this with my kids. And you don't typically watch some of the movies. With, some, some right? With there the are kids. some movies where you can't watch. Uh, it with you kids. just can't. But this one, but this one, is, why not? Yeah, it yeah. was good. Um, so I hope everyone likes what uh, you heard. Please follow us at on Facebook, Captivated Minds, on Instagram at Minds Captivated. Email us captivatedminds2 at gmail.com. We also have a P.O. box and everything is listed in the show notes. If you also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please like and subscribe and leave us a five-star rating or any rating. Let us know how we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And if there's any movies that you want us to review, send them. Yeah, we'd love to do it. So thank you. Thank you.